Hello and welcome to the Harvard EdCast, a series of conversations with thought leaders in the field of education from across the country and around the world. I'm your host, Matt Weber, and today we're talking not about turning around a school, but how to turn around a district. We're hosting a special usable knowledge-themed EdCast with hopeful inspiration and instruction. We're here with HGC alum Jeffrey Riley, who is the receiver for the Lawrence Public Schools. Jeff, welcome to the EdCast. Thanks for having me. So, Jeff, let's get right down to the nitty-gritty. You assumed your role as receiver January 2012. Tell us about the state of Lawrence Public Schools when you arrived. What was happening there, and what exactly is a receiver? Sure. I think a, you know, a receiver is uh, appointed by the governor and the commissioner of education and has the authority of both the superintendent and the school committee. Uh, in addition to that, there was legislation for a level five district, which Lawrence became, that allowed for um, greater authorities from the receiver to make and enact rapid change for a district. Why rapid change? Why was that necessary? Tell us about Lawrence schools. You know, I think Lawrence was identified as a persistently low-performing school district. Um, there was problems with the school committee. There were, you know, just, I think, years of chronic underperformance and uh, it, it drew that designation that it really needed some change. School turnaround, most people have a sense of, but district turnaround is an entire sort of different story. Um, first thing you do when you start that job, and why start with this first thing that you do? You, you, you take over as receiver. What's, the, what's, the, what's on the, the checklist of things to do to actually have the turnaround be successful? Yeah, I think um, people were very surprised by the first thing I did, which was... Uh, take the first six months to assess what was happening in the district. There were a lot of people that were saying, destroy the school system, turn it into charter schools, do this, do that, and what have you. Um, I felt like that was pretty disrespectful to the people on the ground, and I really needed to get inside the district, visit all the schools, see what was happening, talk to all the people, the stakeholders, parents, community members, and find out really what was happening inside Lawrence. So six months of sort of listening, getting a sense of the, you're, are you from, you're not from the Lawrence area, so. I am not. Getting a sense of the community, the schools, and how everything's working. That's right. My great-grandmother was actually born in Lawrence and worked in the mills in Lawrence, but uh, that was many generations ago. So after the six months of, of learning and listening, what's next on the checklist? Yeah, and I think we put together a plan um, which highlighted both the strengths of the district, and I think in some ways, uh, Lawrence had been unfairly maligned about a lot of things because when I assessed the district, what I found was uh, a bloated central office, um, some real leadership challenges in the principal ranks, and uh, you know we had some problems with our teachers, but I think the vast majority, you know, 85 to 90 percent of our teachers were great, good, or working hard to improve, and I can work with those kind of folks. Uh, and so we set out a plan which sought to address those kind of three areas. We cut the size of central office by a third, believing that um, those monies could be better spent at the school level. We, we let go about 50% of our principals, bringing in good people that could take per personal ownership over their buildings. And then we did look at kind of maybe the bottom 10% of the teachers and let them go and hired in other folks to kind of join the team. But I felt like doing things with people rather than doing things to people is really the only way you can start a turnaround. Yeah, that's an interesting way of looking at it. And you're using the, the pronoun we often, not I. We. Who is this we and what is it like to put together a team um, to go and enact these changes? And then what metrics are you using to determine success? Yeah, I mean, I think we is, uh, you know, I, I think about we primarily as the Lawrence community, uh, starting with the teachers, our most important resource, um, our administrators, certainly, our school committee, which I had the authority to not meet with or completely disband. I chose not to. I kept them in place. I meet with them monthly. Um, you know, we really wanted to enlist people in the process. And when you look at metrics, I think I look at um, 
the way to improve education in a fairly straightforward thing. I, I think we want to close achievement gaps, and those are seen through MCAS tests. Um, what we don't talk a lot about, but what we believe deeply in Lawrence is closing opportunity gaps. Mm -hmm. And those are kind of the high quality enrichment experiences that suburban kids take for granted, but my kids don't always have access to. Um, because fundamentally in Lawrence, what we're trying to do is mirror the suburban experience. We believe if we do that, our kids will be as successful as any suburban kid. Um, and then the third thing that um, is really crucial to what we're doing is kind of preaching the idea that hard work matters. Um, for the last few years, over 2,000 kids have given up their February vacation to get extra tutoring with our best teachers through what we call the Acceleration Academies and a Sontag Prize, which rewards the best teachers um, from cities across the country. Uh, and that happened again in April. Another 2,000 kids gave up their vacations because we're preaching that hard work matters. You told us about what Lawrence was like in 2012, what you did to change it. Um, it's 2014, almost 2015 now. Tell us a little bit about what Lawrence is like now and how that success of your turnaround um, is sort of manifested in the students. What's it like for kids? Sure. I mean, I think um, the district has seen really strong progress. It, it's You could argue that we've been the most improved school district in Massachusetts for the last two years in a row. Uh, we probably were one of, if not the lowest performing district in Massachusetts. We're now out of the bottom 10% of all districts. Our growth rates are, are incredibly high. Our SGPs, our MCAS scores are rising. We started with two level one schools. We now have six level one schools. Uh, we think we're going to have more next year. Um, we added back arts and enrichment. You know, the curriculum had been so narrowed, so people have gone so crazy on MCAS that they forgot about um, these kind of uh, opportunity gaps that kids need to have that really make a full education for a child, what I want for my kids. Uh, and, you know, we preached hard work. And so uh, our graduation rate, I think, when we came was 47%. I think we're at 62. We're hoping to be at 70 when the data comes out this year. Um, and we're really kind of personalizing learning really looking at kids on an individual basis and seeing what they need. So I think someone who's interested in turnaround schools or turnaround districts would say, hey, what's the secret sauce? You know, what is it? What are the two or three or four things that I can do in my district to do a turnaround? And I'm curious if other leaders have come to you as someone who's had success and said, hey, uh, you know, Jeff, what is it that can I do? What, what is it that can I can do? And what's what should be in my toolbox aside from the six months of listening and setting goals? Yeah, I mean, I think I'm not sure there's any one secret sauce except for good people uh, executing well. I mean, I think that's it, a lot of it comes down to human capital and, and bringing your people in and understanding what the mission is, trying to focus on a few things and do those well. Um, I would say, however, in Lawrence, we are very unique in that we do not follow the same paradigm as most urban school districts in America. Okay, say more about that. You know, a top-down system, one-size-fits-all approach, everyone will do this curriculum and everything's going to get better, which, by the way, has never actually worked in urban education. We think there's many ways to skin the cat. And so um, we've seen uh, schools, what I call, um, you know, true, pure, authentic schools, really focusing on literacy and numeracy, develop and do amazing things. We've seen other schools go level one from having such a great culture, maybe they don't have as deep pedagogy, that they've been able to harness that culture and go level one. We brought in some outside providers, some of whom were charter schools, ask them to give up their charter, uh, their lottery, and be unionized, just take neighborhood kids. They've gone level one. They have kind of a different orientation. It's a more you know, strict regimented orientation. And at the end of the day, um, parents don't care about charter, union, 
traditional. They just want a good school for their kids. So we think there's many ways to skin the cat, and we are just trying to grow our schools that way, one school at a time. So instead of a one-size-fits-all model, what we're trying to do is say the school is the individual unit of change. We believe there's different ways to become a great school. We're going to let people know their community, know their own selves, and become that kind of great school, whatever model it is. And we're going to change the district by tipping it one school at a time. So we started with two level one schools. Last year we had another two, four. This year we have six. We think next year we could have eight or nine. Um, within three years we're going to have 15 or 16, and that'll be more than half of the schools in Lawrence will be level one, which would be unprecedented. I'm going to ask you to turn inward a little bit now, get reflective here. This is the final question of the show. Uh, let little, the reflection begin. Let the reflection begin. A little bit about your own sort of uh, assessment of your leadership qualities and traits. Uh, very much, um, what is it that you think you have that has made you successful at turnarounds, at school turnaround? And then what is it that's important within the sort of leadership framework? What are the capacities one must have from an individual perspective? Uh, I think... Um, Aside from tenacity and grit and, and things like that. Sure. I'm not sure how much of that I have. I would say that uh, the turnaround in Lawrence is not complete. we got a lot of work to do. Um, and, you know, I, we're glad that people are saying positive things. I mean, there's been just a lot of traction, a lot of great movement. We've got a long way to go. Um, I think if I have one strength or two strengths, it's, it's these. It's seeing a path forward mm -hmm. and then empowering people... Uh, who work for me to, you know, go down that path and work hard and execute well. I actually am not a great administrator, um, you know, just being honest, but I'm pretty good at identifying strong people and getting people on board uh, with what needs to be done. A man with vision, thank you very much for being on the EdCast today. His name is Jeff Riley, he's the receiver of Lawrence Public Schools, um, and watch this district, good things are happening there. And also want to thank Lori Huff, Mary Tamer for participating in the writing of the questions for this special usable knowledge edition of the Harvard EdCast. Jeff Riley, thanks for being on the show. Thanks for having me. This has been the Harvard EdCast, a production of the Harvard Graduate School of Education. I'm your host, Matt Weber. Thank you kindly for listening.